Hi guys, welcome to episode 4 of Decolonize and Chill. I'm Zamzam and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Ian and Ivy. <laughs> Say hi guys. What's up DNC fam? It's Ivy. So we're so excited to be here. Hey guys, it's Ian. Uh, super excited to be back. Yeah, so let's get into it. Let's get into it, yeah. So on this episode, we're going to talk about something that we've been meaning to talk about for the longest time. I think honestly, the brainchild of our podcast was to talk about uh, common misconceptions that people have about Africans and so yeah let's just like jump in you guys what are some of the stuff that um, you just feel like people always get wrong across the board um, in your life or that you've seen anywhere literally just like yeah any misconceptions that you guys have experienced I feel like number one has to be how Africa is not a country you know what I mean (laughs) Africa is referred to like in one block like we're all the same all one group of people all we all know each other I think that's always my number one, the number one misconception that um, it's very popular and everyone has experienced it, especially if you've lived abroad. Yeah, people people assume that Africa, like we're this super random homogeneous community where all of us are the same, just as you said. Um, and yeah, just like how people always think that Africa is a country, it's so weird. Like you never hear somebody being like, oh, I went to like Europe over the summer without... Say, if, like, for example, if you went to one country in Europe, you're not going to be like, oh, I went to Europe over the summer. You know, like, you stay the specific country you went to. But when it comes to Africa, it's like, yeah, you're all the same. You speak the same. Like, you look the same. But it's like, how wrong could you actually be? You know what I mean? I remember there's once, um, I was, yeah, I was studying in Belgium. So I, in the beginning, I was introducing myself and I said, I'm from, I'm from Kenya. And then someone asked me, I know, just someone just told me like, oh, you know, like five years ago, my brother worked in Rwanda. And I was just like, okay, cool. Thanks for telling me. Like, I was thinking, why did you have to tell me that your brother worked in Rwanda when I just told you I, I am from Kenya? It's kind of like you're saying, you tell me, oh, I'm from Belgium, yeah? And then I'm like, oh, but you know, my mom knows someone from Sweden. You know, it's like, it relates to, it's the whole issue of like, um, thinking we sort of should know each other because we're from Africa, you know what I mean? I know it was just a comment, but I was like, why did you just immediately jump into telling me your brother went to Rwanda once in his <laughs> life? Like, great. Great, sis. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this information, honestly? <laughs> yeah, you should, I think it touches on the, the point we're making about Africa being a country thing. And I also think it's really perpetuated with the media and movies definitely american movies guilty 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 like oh let's go to africa and by the way zamzam <laughs> by the way zamzam one of our favorite shows the office like a couple of times like once or twice they oh, they referenced giving donations or something and then they said yeah. oh you should give do- your donation to some kids in africa yeah oh my god yeah. like yeah. a couple of times that happened and i'm like god cringe it's like so like just stop saying Africa like that. Yeah, and everyone thinks that just like what you said, everyone thinks that Africans are living in poverty. You know what I mean? And it plays into like this whole concept of like poverty porn, where even on TV, like whenever they're like, "Oh, donate money," they show like kids in Africa, and it's like, ah, that's not a, the true true picture of how Africa is. You know, and it's like something like poverty exists everywhere. It exists in America as well. So who are you to assume that everyone in Africa is like starving and in need of your money, right? And it's also super self-righteous where people feel like they like they it's like the whole white savior complex right where it's like africa africa and africans is just a place to be saved and like we need white people to come and save us but it's like no do you know how africa looks and so it's like people think that we're living in huts (laughs) 
they think that anybody who uh, comes to America is like, or not America, but like any other Western country is like an immigrant, or we came on boats. You know, they all think that we're poor and that America, or like the Western world, is. I don't know. Like, it's it's weird. I mean, it just goes to show. That I think there's like a lot of miseducation out there. especially for people who just who have no knowledge of you know Africa as a continent and also the countries within um because i remember like some of my most earliest experiences um, when i left kenya um you know I just asked the most random of questions like number one, how did you get here mm-hmm. or you know <laughs> number one question yeah, yeah like how did you get here i'm like how do you think i got here <laughs> i appeared <laughs> you know like what do you guys have in africa do you guys like live in the jungle do you guys and you know, it's just like wow based on what's perpetuated in the media and, you know how, basically just how like the west and how um you know some of the movies that they make perpetuate africans and don't even get me started on how they depict how we speak yeah like, <laughs> it's like it's like we Definitely. have one accent you know honestly i don't even know what accent that can't be traced anywhere Yeah, it can't be traced to anything. It's like Nigerian. Of, I don't know. It's like a South African kind of accent. Yeah, a little sprinkle of Nigerian, a little bit of Kenyan, like <laughs> like some deep Zulu South African like back in the day accent, like <laughs> click sound. <laughs> I don't even think I've had that accent anywhere, anywhere within Africa right Honestly. now. Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. But I really, um, I, I really kind of blame kind of American movies, like Hollywood movies, like. They just keep doing the Africa thing, For like sure. stop, like you know. At least, n- sure. just don't say. Even in like coming to America. Yeah, I've watched the original one, the old one, but not the new one, right? I can't watch. I just can't. So many of those stereotypes. So many of those stereotypes. It's like for the I don't know for the guy to become a prince, like he has to take uh, like a whisker off of a lion, and it's like really the accents are so off. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm so sure there's so many like in actors in Hollywood. This African actors should yeah. actually, actually act out some of these parts rather than, you know, having people who have no clue yeah. like what happens here. It's yeah, so just, disrespectful. Like, right? like, yeah. <laughs> it's so messed up. But yeah, as I was saying, like the whole poverty porn thing, it's such a thing. Like, for example, you travel to Africa. Let's say you come to Kenya, then you go visit like Kibera slums, yeah. Then the first thing you do is you take a selfie with these um, children, and then you post it on your Instagram yeah. without really thinking about what you're doing. You're really just posting a photo of yourself with these like poor children, just so people can like it and be like, "Wow, you're so noble! You yeah. went all the way to Africa in quotes, and you actually helped these really poor children." But you're not thinking about the dignity of this of these children. You know, they're also. You know they're human. You can't just put them there on your social media like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's totally a poverty point. Like nude photos of children. You know, almost nude photos. Like why do you why do you post that? Just don't post it. You know what I mean? Or don't even just take such a photo. Exactly. Like, and yeah. And would you take a photo like that, like somewhere in the Western world, without asking like the parent of the kid, can I take this photo and put it on the internet for millions or like whatever number of people to see? Like you don't even have. Um, the leeway to go and do that like you just do it because yeah. you think that you can because you're so entitled to like i don't know people just feel so entitled when they come to africa and it's like 
to countries in Africa, yo. It's like the whole, the whole like savior complex, you know. Yeah. And you know the funny thing is, the funny thing is, if something like that would happen like in America or like Europe, literally you'd have the FBI or <laughs> like people would just be like after you for having like such photos online. Yeah. <laughs> but with Africa, it's just like, oh, you know, like yeah, you left your country, you went and helped this poor child. It's just the whole savior complex, and it's. It's such a messed up, such a messed up thing. Yeah, and it feeds into the misconception that everyone thinks that Africa is poor. They don't even know that we have like skyscrapers or buildings and like, I mean, obviously you don't need that to show that, oh yeah, you're a developed country, but it's like, like, yeah, people think that we're living in huts. They think that we don't have like access to technology, yeah. access to the internet. Um, yeah, it's just they, 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 if you, I remember this one time I showed my friend a photo of Nairobi and they're like, oh wow, I never thought Nairobi looked like that. <laughs> and it's like, hey, yeah, because you're just ignorant, like you don't actually take the time to go and check what these countries look like. In your mind, it's just what I see in the movies, you know? And it's like, fine, you do have obviously huts and stuff like that, or you do have like villages and we still do have that. But at the same time, like we also do have major cities, yeah. you know? Yeah. We have super fast internet, like everything and anything, like... <laughs> I don't know. There's just more to what you see in mainstream media. There's just so much more. And I think maybe that's the whole point of our podcast, that someone will listen to this and be like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't, you know, tap into this white savior thing. Or maybe I shouldn't just say Africa like it's a country, you know. I don't get it wrong. I'm very proud to be African, but I just, I really get irritated when someone just says Africa like it's that one destination that small spot in the world you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> but yeah and it's not only just like it's not only just what is africa like the continent and stuff it's mm. also the people like the stuff that they think about us for example they think that all africans are black for example they think all africans are dark-skinned um just as i said they think we all speak the same language like it's just so many things so many yeah. things. It just reminds me because I was watching like one of these Comedy Central shows by Trevor Noah and um, the way they were talking about Obama. Um, so b- before Obama like became president, before he disclosed like he was from Kenya and you know how people are like, oh man, they had no idea like they had. So he referred to them as like yellow board. I, I, no idea they had those yellow boats down there in the motherland it's 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 it, it was wow. like it was funny because it was a comedy show but it yeah. also showed like the level of ignorance out there and just like yeah the miseducation about africa as a whole and just as you know the individual countries that we have and also like um just just because i'm from africa does not mean i need your help i don't need financial help just because i'm african you know what i mean like i i could be perfectly capable of just being fine like if you hear i'm from africa it does not mean i need you to um swoop in and help me out it doesn't mean i came from a very and you know poor background less privileged because it just depends like um different situations every everyone has a different situation and of course africa is still a third like i mean the poorest continent in the world but still it's so multifaceted people's lives are so different and that's just what we're trying to say before you state anything ignorant you really need to know africa is so diverse like uh, in terms of many things even if you look at you don't have to look at all of africa even if you look at kenya for example like there's so many 
different sides of it you know like you go from one side of Kenya to the other and it's extremely different and I think it also feeds into the, one of the other major misconce- misconceptions that I've seen where everyone thinks that every, F- Africa is hot right they think that uh, all our lives we've been under the Bruh. sun and like yeah. you know, every day you're being chapat by the sun but it's like, if you look at Kenya like you yeah if you go to Mombasa like it's hot and humid if you go to Nairobi like it's a bit more cool if you go to like uh, Nanyuki yeah. it's super cold you know like it's very very cold you even have like ice caps and stuff you have Mount Kenya but I remember even like when I uh, when I came to America and this uh, the summer it's so hot and humid like New York is super humid so is Boston um, and so I was telling my friend how uncomfortable I am like with the humidity and he was like <laughs> he was like oh but you're from Africa I don't know if he said Kenya but anyway he's like oh yeah but you're from you're from Africa or Kenya um, aren't you used to it by now <laughs> I looked at him and I was like do you know anything about Kenya or Africa for you to just assume that I'm used to being in this super hot climate where it's super humid like Nairobi is yeah. not humid you know so me coming like there are times where it's super cold it rains like we have a rainy season we do have coats you know like they think that we don't know what the concept of a coat is because we're always feeling hot but uh yeah like they just have misconceptions about everything but if you look at a place like just as i said kenya you have different climates you have like um different terrains you have different people different foods different cultures we have like 50 how many how many communities do we have in kenya I don't know, but like I think in the 50s or 40s, right? Yeah, but it's like you have such a diverse range of people and experiences in just one country alone. Yeah. Even in Nairobi, you guys, honestly, if you think about it, Nairobi has such different sides to it. Sides to it, but it's like yeah, people just always assume the same thing. We're all living in poverty. Used to the all, heat. <laughs> it's all super hot. Yeah. And actually, um, I was also like when I was studying in Belgium. Also, there was a heat wave during summer. It was so hot. It was literally, I kid you not, it was 38 degrees. I've never been in such heat in my life. I was not okay in any sense. So like, wow. Someone said something and was like, really? Like, someone was like, oh, but you're from Kenya, yeah? Then he he went on to say, yeah, Europe is becoming very warm. Soon it's gonna be so dry, like in Africa. Ah, what? (laughs) (laughs) How do you say that? In his opinion, it's very dry. The earth is very scorched. We are all you know, trying to get some food. <laughs> Flies running away. All lacking water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's like really, as you said, Zam, it's so diverse. Like, Africa is so massive. Like, it's so different big. climates. Like, yeah. It's so big. It's yeah. so big. It's like, yeah. And just as you said, like, even in people like North Africa, for example, like, you have people who like obviously they're on the african continent but they're not dark-skinned you know you have like west africa central like they're all so different you have south africa you know and it's like it's it's interesting because it's like you guys should know this stuff right because even if you look at like back at colonization and whatever like you guys came into these countries you know what i mean it's it's just it's for me it's just the ignorance like for crying out loud like congo has one of the largest tropical forests in the world after the amazon yeah. But just above it, like it's very dry, like the Sahara and everything, and it's still Africa. All of this is still the same place. Yeah, such comments about the dryness of Africa. It's just terrible. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes you don't just. I just sometimes I don't have the energy to respond to it, so I'm just like you know, just brush it off. Like, hmm. 
and I feel like it shouldn't even be your responsibility you know yeah. what I mean where it's like I shouldn't have to be the one come, to come and, and like, educate you on what Africa is like yeah because at the same time like do you I don't know it's like for example we know so much about the western world like I'm sure I've even when you were in Belgium yeah like you know so even no, you don't, you don't ha- even have to be in these countries yeah like, even in Kenya you know so much about the western world you understand their um education system you understand their politics like their media there's so much that you know but when it comes to uh, like when it comes to african culture and like people they they really don't know anything and so they ask you such basic questions that you're like yeah how do you not know that? like how do you ask me if i have internet like are you serious on how do you ask me how do i get here people asking like i know it's like really silly but like oh do you ride elephants and it's so it's so dumb you know and did someone really like, oh, ask you that ask you oh my that. god yeah when i was younger somebody asked me like oh do you ride elephants and uh and giraffes and i was like yeah we do like i have a pet giraffe i live in a tree like you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like I, i think at the end of the day it's just like you just blame the media because i think the media plays such a huge role because i think here like in kenya and i think just africa as a whole like our education system is so robust and i always i always say in as much as you know you have america and you have europe i think like africa has one of the best education systems there is because you know most of us most of us who school here like we're so educated about you know european history and american history yet um you know my experience having gone to um, an american school as a kid you know you you don't learn about uh, you know histories of like other countries you know you I mean you learn about like the american revolution mm-hmm. and that's it you know yeah. but they they limit you off they cut you off in terms of you know the world the world happened in the past and that's why so many people who um you know school in such education systems you know um not that educated yeah not that educated about other things so they actually yeah. don't even do i found out recently that american schools don't do geography some of them don't do geography that's so, insane that's yeah, crazy yeah there was this one video where like they they were going to people up in the street and they were like they gave them a map and they were like what country is this or like where is this and they had no, no idea <laughs> they had it was so embarrassing i'm like how can you live your whole life like not knowing what which countries are like where where this is or at least even having an idea you know so of course it's yeah. difficult like you might not know every single country yeah um but at least have a small idea like oh yes this is east africa this is like southern east like you know what i mean yeah they had no clue they have no idea and just as you said ian it's so it's interesting how like you say that our education system prepares us so well to like interact with other cultures and different people <laughs> but another misconception is that they think that our education system is like terrible you know yeah. they feel like so we come yeah we come to these places without knowing or like we come from a place of <sighs> it's yeah they always feel like they know better than we do like their education system their education system prepares them better than ours does and so it's like even you, you'll notice it even like when you go even when i went for my master's program you know like sometimes i kind of felt like they have this like i don't know it's like you meet people who went to these like super prestigious universities all around the world and it's like you're coming from your kenyan university and you kind of feel like people treat you differently because of that um but it's like yeah like you our education system just as you said like it really prepares it's you like so they well. don't expect you to be brilliant just because you went to a 100% Kenyan university also like it's very surprising to if you studied abroad it's very surprising to people that you can be from an african country and have your english 100%. being good like it's so surprising to them like that your english can be normal like you know just like at par with theirs for example for them it, it's really surprising Yeah, the for me the first time anyone ever asked me why is your English so good. 
crazy my whole <laughs> life i had gone without anybody asking me this the first time anyone asked me this was when i was in grad school mm-hmm. it literally at harvard like you know you think that's the last place you would ever have somebody coming and asking you something that's like obviously so ignorant right yeah but it was my first day i remember we were sitting down with a group and like this this dude randomly asked me like why is he <laughs> <laughs> so good. And I thought he was joking, so I looked at him, and he had the most serious face. Like, and I think he noticed my face because I was also like, "Are you seriously asking me this?" And he was like, "Oh." And then he kind of just like was like, "Oh, I meant in terms of your accent." And just like, but no. Obviously, he was asking me, "How are you coming from an African country and you know how to speak English or like you know how to connect sentences?" And <laughs> like, like, why? That's how just crazy. How do you ask yeah. someone that? Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like. Why is our English so good? Because we were colonized yeah. by the British. That is why our English is so good, you know? <laughs> like and even Ian what you were saying in terms of like how we know so much about all these other countries, why? We have to know it because it's literally part of our history. You have to know yeah. about the British because literally that shaped your country. So, it's just uh, it's just pathetic, honestly. Another misconception I think it's important to bring out is how there's a general uh, misconception that life in the west i mean life in like america or life in europe uh, or just any country that's richer than um, african some african countries is better that life is better in those countries than it is in african countries i mean like yeah people are much much happier if you go to the west or people are much more successful and I mean if you live in the west as opposed to living in Africa for example and I I think that's the biggest misconception ever because like um I live in Nairobi yeah? and I know so many people who lived like uh, abroad and they honestly they would rather live in Nairobi than live in uh, for example Belgium I know someone in specific who was like oh my god if I had the chance I would move you know because mm. it just depends on your situation of course but there's so it doesn't mean if you live in the west that life is better that life is more enjoyable not at all um when i was studying in belgium i remember like i i said that i would i think i would go back home because i think i my career would be better off there and i can grow and and practice my legal career so like the person i told was like really you're going to move back to kenya why would you do that <laughs> Like it's a crime. <laughs> no, it's so surprising to them because it's like you made it to Europe, you know, like wow, sis, you're so lucky, you know. Like <laughs> why would you want to leave? And then they know, you know, in top of it you're all. You're the lucky one, yeah. I'm the lucky one who made it through all that mess to get to Europe, you know. And also <laughs> being with, land. being with the, also with like a a Belgian guy, my partner is Belgian. So it's like Oh, you're definitely gonna get married then, so that you stay in Europe to get a visa. You know, <laughs> like that's the general oh feeling. Oh, you know, I was gonna say that Ivy. They think all of us are like looking for a green card. At least yeah. Bruh, no. You know, it's funny because like um, I moved to America. I think um, when was it? I don't know. Sometime like early in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we 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 moved obviously with the uh, misconception that obviously life is better. You know, because the things you've always been told like it's the land of opportunity. It's the what are those phrases that they usually have? Like it's the the land of the the home of the the brave. home of the brave. <laughs> the land of the free and the home of the brave yeah but like 
I think just a couple of years then, you know, we sort of um, just able to just find out that you know the grass is not always greener. Um, 100%. Just the way people always tell you, because my like specifically my dad, my dad's well educated here in Kenya, but then when you go to America, you know, even for him, like finding that same work that he had here over there is completely different, you know. Yet, uh, you know, you're asking like somebody who has, you know, who's schooled to the end of school. Like, you know, when you're there, you know, yeah. just because you're yeah. like of African descent or, um, you know, you're from an African country, you know, you, you don't get the same opportunities. You know, they don't think you're as brilliant as them. At all. Yeah, they don't think you're as brilliant as them. They don't think you're as smart as them. Um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, I think for me, um, I think the best decision was coming back uh, because even just the things my parents have accomplished in such a short period of time here in Kenya you know it's just a testament to the misconception that people have and I think a lot of Africans and a lot of Kenyans have the same misconception that if you go to America if you go to Europe Mm. you know your life will be a hundred times better and it's just based on things you see on TV and that's not necessarily the truth yeah so no it's not yeah it depends on the situation you're in I mean if you're very in all fairness, if you're living like a very poor life in Kenya, for example, you're earning less than a dollar a day, living on less than yeah. a dollar a day, and you get the chance to go to like Europe, for example, I mean that would be an upgrade for sure, yeah, right? True. Definitely, yeah. Your life will be will improve. But then what I'm trying to say is, some people like okay, honestly, if I lived um, in Europe right now, I would be living in a in a flat. Mm-hmm. I'll be living in a flat. I wouldn't have like the space I have right now. I, I wouldn't be able to have the, the amount of space I have. I wouldn't um, have the weather we have here. I wouldn't be able to do, you know, like there's a lot of spontaneous things yeah. you have here in Nairobi that I honestly, I didn't feel when I was living in Belgium. And these small spontaneous things really make your life more interesting. And because of that, sometimes... happier. Yeah, sometimes I feel like the quality of life Believe it or not, people, the quality of your life is can be very much better here than than in the West. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I feel like I I just as you said, Ivy, like being here as opposed to being being back home. People think that, for example, like if you work in uh, like America, you work in the West, or like you work in Belgium, for example, that you have a lot of money. But they also forget that like the cost of living obviously is lower back home, right? So you yeah. you would are you actually make more like if you're back home as opposed to like being here like you know what i mean yeah, yeah. um but yeah also just in terms of like how comfortable you are because i feel like for example me being in new york right now all like a huge bunch of my obviously my friends and my family are back in nairobi um and just as you said like the whole education system like they don't recognize your papers as much here as they would back home you know like me for example being an advocate how much is being an advocate of the high court of kenya like how much does it matter in new york as opposed to like being in nairobi you know so just as you said like more opportunities um and i as you said as well like you have to contextualize it obviously it's like if somebody is like living um in poverty back home obviously it's easier to come here but for some of us when you think about it it's like down the road i do want to go home you know and it's like yeah. people don't, shouldn't think that i um like, yeah, like i hit the jackpot by being in america like obviously it's something great and the opportunities are definitely there but for me it's like okay apart from the work side of it like my personal life i do think that i was like a lot more happier back home like in nairobi um just as you said like 
just more comfortable in general i think i felt that more in nairobi than i do here to a certain extent of course i like great opportunities and everything but it's not that like me going back home is this last resort that i would never do you know yeah yeah but, yeah like, i don't know like I love, it wouldn't I be love. like a step down you know like it's not yeah it's not a yeah it's not a step down going back home especially i know so many people who are doing odd jobs abroad just so they can stay abroad you know um, exactly and exactly yeah and I they're qualified they're, they're qualified, qualified yeah like they are fully qualified but if you really find out what they're doing like just to pay the bills you'd be like what and you're like so educated and all that stuff like why would you just put yourself through that you know which reminds me of the book americana um oh my favorite book i love that book it's so real that book like it's just just saying the yeah the reality before i came to america it made my life a thousand times easier yeah um yeah. but yeah how people felt like she was crazy for wanting to go back home you know? yeah yeah exactly i think being home you know you're just more at peace and more comfortable because i remember even when my family when we were away you know we always tried looking for home um you know where we were and you know it's just like the little things you know you you want to try and cook ugali when when you're living in like, <laughs> america yeah. you know but you don't have the flour the unga yeah you don't have yeah. the food for ugali so you just go and buy like random like Maze you know random products off the shelf <laughs> and you know and you just you just try and make it work and i remember it was such a huge thing for us because when we moved um, like a couple of our family friends moved as well and we randomly we just all ended up in the same state and actually we used to live all in the same flats so you know it made it made it um easier. you know this yeah it made it easier despite the fact that you know we were away there's still a sense of you know being home because you can speak swahili to yeah you know, yeah neighbor, and you know you can go out and have your cookouts and you know your typical kenyan cookouts so just being home is such a major thing especially if you're inside the country yeah having yeah. a community is everything yeah. yeah it's like when you find that it's great but like when you don't it's like i want to go back home and you even find like a lot of kenyan students come here and they they end up depressed especially like example for example like being in a whole pandemic you know mm. it's different you had to experience that alone here as opposed to like being at home but i think that misconception of like life in the west being better it goes both ways it's a misconception that west are like people non-africans have but it's also a misconception that like africans have at the same time yeah where it's like they think that or even like you know how they have the green card lottery yeah so it's like you can you just apply and like you can you can get in you can come so a lot of people come and they realize that the only thing they give you is the is the green card but you have to come here you have to like find a job you have to, you have to like to stay. like you have to fend for yourself yeah it's not just getting the papers and coming and thinking that like you know how in the book oliver twist where was it oliver twist where he thought that the streets of like london were lined with gold and like he was so excited to come to london then he came and and it was yeah and maybe oliver twist or i don't know anyway point is mm-hmm. um how we just always assume that life here is like everything is gonna change when you come and not always the case yeah it's really not always the case i mean but there are there are the positive aspects um i think of course yeah um i mean some some misconceptions are true uh in the sense that um <laughs> which one yeah, i mean the, the standard of living um, abroad is better yeah uh, not necessarily like entirely but yeah um, so there are some things obviously when you're when you're abroad or when you leave the country you will find better than what you have at home but i think uh just as a whole you know just being at home sort of just gives you peace of mind and you know you're able to do much more 
when you're you know in your own space with your own people where you've grown up yeah i agree definitely there are some things that you really appreciate when you live abroad and you wish you had that back in your country for example a good transport system that would be amazing yeah in Nairobi. yeah <laughs> and just yeah as you said in general like better housing yeah there's more comfort for sure but you see with okay especially like in some european countries let me speak about belgium things are so comfortable things are so perfect everything works as it should like it's so perfect of a society that the spontaneity and the i know just the joy of life is not there because everything is so perfect like it's like perfect to a fault you know yeah perfect to a fault yeah. And uh, <laughs> this, uh, this is random, but another misconception that I feel like people have is they think that literally all of us are Nigerian or we're from Nigeria. Oh, <laughs> the same culture. Man, it's yeah. the, the number of people who come up to me and they're like, oh, you're African. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, oh, you're from Nigeria. <laughs> like, what would make you think that I'm from Nigeria? <laughs> Maybe that's the only country they know, I guess. That's the only country they know. The only music they know. The yeah. only food they know. I've had that question like asked me like so many times like <laughs> are you like are you Nigerian are you South African you know people just mention the countries that they know that they know countries yeah, in Africa yeah. oh you must be from Nigeria oh you must be from Ghana <laughs> I like <laughs> and you just have to be African and black yeah, and immediately you're from Nigeria <laughs> like you have such a Nigerian accent I'm just like bruh <laughs> okay like, oh which other accent do you know <laughs> I see how is your jollof rice? I what? <laughs> like I hear it's so huge in Europe because you know like in Europe and like in London there's like a huge like Nigerian following and like a huge West African presence as well. Yeah. Um yeah, so basically if you're black and you're from Africa, you know, you're either from Nigeria or from Ghana, you eat Yeah, you at eat, least they know Ghana nowadays. Yeah. You cook <laughs> at least you cook jollof rice and like <laughs> Fufu, like that's what they all think. <laughs> and even even the music, like Afrobeats. Afrobeats, they only know yeah. West African music. They don't know any other. Like because for them, it's like, oh, you're even lucky that I know West African music. Like the fact that I even listen to Afrobeats is already a big move. Like now you want me to know all of African music. You remember like, how um, Beyonce was criticized when she made this Lion King um, album, and she just basically collaborated with um, was it West African Nigerians really? So like she didn't involve. I mean other east african i mean other african artists really other than i think it was just was it was it burner boy or whiskey yeah, yeah. so like i mean the, the film lion king in itself is the setting is east africa really it's kenya actually yeah so yeah. like why couldn't you just collaborate with uh you know someone from east africa also like uh, she was saying actually the album is a homage to the motherland or to africa mm, love that like like why couldn't you just <laughs> because Africa is only Africa is only Nigeria a few like, countries come on like <laughs> I mean if you're such a big artist like Beyonce like like you know you can you know more than that you, you should have the resources that, to know more than that yeah by the way I'm not saying she's horrible or anything I'm just saying that's just an example of how Nigeria isn't the only yeah <laughs> country <laughs> And I like Nigerians, by the way. I love Nigerians. Like, Just I in case them. Nigerians <laughs> listen to this. I, think I love I Nigerians. Just... I love Nigerians. I love them. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, it's, that's so what I'm saying. It's, cool. not, it's not our fault. Like, yeah. It's not an us problem. It's just how other people think. Right? It's like, even for Kenyans, like, the biggest misconception I get being Kenyan is like, oh, you must be a really fast runner. And I'm like... <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, <sure>, but no. <laughs> like... It's so strange. It's so strange. Like they just take one thing from your country or like 
I guess for yeah. them one thing from your continent and they brand it on the entire continent. It's like this is the little information I know I'm going to apply it over everything and like that's enough for me. But yeah. So yeah guys, this was this was a really fun discussion. Um yeah. <laughs> but I think like before we conclude I would like to find out like so we've discussed the misconceptions, yeah? Some of them. So what, what do you think should be done so that these misconceptions are not that are not that prevalent and unless I mean people are more educated about some things or less ignorant. Like what do you think are some of the things that can be done? Uh I think just as I said before, I don't think it's us to um like come up with those solutions you know what i mean i feel like it's people themselves who should know that hey you don't need a friend from like the african continent to know anything about like the different countries in africa you know like you don't need to listen to a podcast and be like yes i should now know more about like countries around the world i feel like it's just a responsibility for people themselves to be like i you live in such a diverse world like you interact with so many different people you should take it upon yourself you know like learn something about a different community about a different cu- culture a different community um and just try to educate yourself so that when you do meet people from different communities they don't feel offended by you obviously like having some of these misconceptions so i think that the first thing is just people looking into themselves and being like what do i do what do i know what do i not know and like how much more can i learn about different people and different different cultures but i do think that one thing that we could do as like africans is when people do have those misconceptions not just like letting it slide or letting it go i think we should um take it upon ourselves to be like actually no that is not how we live or like <laughs> you shouldn't say that um like that's a big misconception so i think it's also i guess unfortunately we also have to kind of stop people when they do have those misconceptions like don't let it slide Yeah and just like you said you know I think self education is so huge um like it's very important you know just like educate yourself you can't live in a bubble you know your entire life there are other things that go on around you you know apart from you know what you're used to and I feel like that's such a big thing especially for most developed countries because by the fact that you know they're so well off they don't really take the time to educate themselves about what's happening in the world um yet us here in developing countries you know we literally know what's going on from each corner of the world so self education is is just very important and I, it's just i mean it's i thought it was common sense but apparently common know, sense is not common um, sometimes you just <laughs> I was just remembering the video exam you're talking about the one on YouTube where people are being shown a map and yeah. being told to point out where Africa is or point out where Europe is and you're unable to you know that I mean that level of ignorance is just dangerous <laughs> it is it's it's very it's embarrassing it's it's, it's not it's yeah. yeah it's like not only embarrassing it's just like very dangerous to have like people in the world who don't even know you know where a place is uh yet you know you live in the world so I mean just take time to educate yourself and also shots have to be fired at the media it's so crazy the media is responsible for like so much of the intake we take um so it's very important that you put out information out there you put out like the full picture and not just bits and pieces or what what you like people to see so it's very important that also the media takes up a role to ensure that people are educated uh, to avoid such instances where you have people who are completely ignorant of what's happening in the world Yeah, but you know also don't you think that like the media kind of perpetuates it because they think it's funny like it's funny yeah, to make fun of, of Africa it's like we, we yeah. need to be the Which one is a sad thing. we need to be you know Africa needs to be the, at the worst position you know like even yeah. if it's bad Africa is at the worst you know what I mean exactly exactly yeah. like they make fun of our accents they make fun of how we live they make fun of our humanitarian yeah. situations like 
always a joke you know we know and it's very sad because like um so i was watching i was watching like i have this channel i think it's like a european channel or like a british channel um and you know some of like the advertisements that were on tv and specifically to do with like africa you know were always based on uh like donations donations that need to be made to kids in africa yeah. or people who are hungry and that's just how we're depicted and it's so wrong yeah. I don't even know why they depict us like that. First of all, they colonized us. So the fact that <laughs> like we have we have that level of poverty, you know, I mean some blame some blame is attributed to colonization. So rather than just depict us as, you know, poor, uneducated, you know, and there's so much more yeah. that goes on in Africa. And it's very embarrassing, honestly, to have like a whole respected uh, like media station put that out yeah i feel like the important thing is just to show the full picture just show a complete image of african countries for example in kenya you can yeah i understand you can show the work you're doing in charities in like in turkana in kibera that's fine but then also like come on we, have you ever seen anything in the media showing prestigious places in nairobi like just people living development no, no. people yeah growth like you know and uh, yeah i think it's so important like the, just to show a holistic image the media has a huge role to play exactly. and yeah just as you guys said self-education like come on we live in an age of information you have to know some things at least name first of all be able to name 10 african countries for crying out loud even more <laughs> yeah like even yeah more. even more like just know your facts and and also when you meet someone and you don't really know much about them don't ask them something that you're not sure about yeah <laughs> like the question you got zam like why is your english so good what do you mean why is my like why not you know why why shouldn't it be good you know just like think before you say some things and yeah self-education and also just have a very open mind about life in general because just because someone is from let's say a poorer country does not mean their life is less better than yours you know yeah so i'm with you guys on that self-education just having an open mind yeah yes sir thank you guys that was a great episode i learned yeah. so much from the two of you um and yeah i think now i'll be more i don't know i'll be more alert about like stuff that people say and i'll be more ready to call it out <laughs> like, but don't sound like the angry black woman honestly right another misconception thank you (laughs) another big misconception um and i'm pretty sure that like so many more if you actually you could sit and talk about this for like hours there's so many misconceptions and they're always evolving into like something new you know um but yeah this was still this was a lot of fun talking to you guys about this i really enjoyed this episode um and i hope that our listeners enjoyed it as well please follow us on our instagram at decolonize and chill on our twitter decolonize chill um and you can also email us email us at decolonize chill at gmail.com you can find our podcast on all major podcast streaming platforms so please do that and yeah this is great please reach out to us with any episode you want us any topics or episodes or stuff you'd want us to talk about um and yeah thank you for listening this was great bye, bye.